lens. <laughs> oh, so let me get this straight. You're going to go ahead and act that way on the start of the cyclone coming back? No. <coughs> I was kidding. What the hell? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, after all, we've been gone for a while. Don't think that we're not going to do a cold open. Come on, we do... Oh, come on. Oh, come on. We do a lot of random shit on our shows, man. Ah, and we cussing now, I see. I mean, we do a lot of random crap. <laughs> that is wiggity whack. Don't ever change, Alan. I probably will never. Don't oh ever change. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, okay, no way. Is he going to win it? Alright, we're going to take it from the top. Welcome to the Cyclone. Listening to the Cyclone on J360 Radio. With your... Well, it would be me hosting, Al. Hold it! This sounds like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway oh. guys hey welcome back to the cyclone this is jay and mark and al of course and we are back in a true to form method here actually we're just back to say hi ladies and gentlemen because it's nfl wrap-up time so super sunday guys oh yeah let's get oh, started yeah. on that the the picks that did any of you guys pick this matchup i think i picked it at the beginning of the season no, actually, you know what? I think I said Rams and Chiefs at the beginning of the season. I don't know who I picked. Uh, I I don't know who, who did I pick. I I I knew I I'm not gonna say it because there's two fans. Of no, this. no, say it, say it, man. I mean, I just boy. said I knew the Eagles were gonna repeat, and then in a trolling side, I wanted the Browns to win because you know I'm a Browns fan. Um, no, d- didn't I see maybe Jacksonville was, could have gotten in? Man, what a blow up that happened. What happened with that? Um, yeah, you know, yeah, um, I, it was kind of weird yeah. this year. What's that? I don't know. It, it was just, I was really hoping that it was going to be the Chiefs year. <sighs> yeah, they you know. Had, they had no defense guess not yeah i mean well they fired their defensive coordinator now they got Spriggs, uh let's see how that helps um the thing is what i what i've realized with the chiefs over the last few years is they kind of have been sputtering out at the end now they did win that one playoff game actually what they, they won yeah just one um and the the patriots are just like you can never count them out you, you can never count them out especially in the playoffs like um, it's insane how good the Patriots are, especially this time of the year. And I think that's what's going to make the Super Bowl more exciting this year because the Rams are a really good team. But because you can't count out the Patriots, you really never know. That's very true. I'm just glad that we didn't have to deal with no Steelers at this end game, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I was happy about them getting shut out. <coughs> I don't know, I just get tired only, of seeing them. It was the only time in my entire life I was happy the Browns lost the game. That's very you know true. Very true. And, you know I'm sorry, what? No, go ahead. 
Um, speaking of, um, if the Ravens are actually serious of making Lamar Jackson their franchise QB, they are making a horrific mistake. Um, he's a good athlete, but he's not a quarterback. Oh, do explain. Oh, I just already explained it. He, like, these quarterbacks, like the athletic ones, like, this probably would have happened with Johnny Manziel, too. Um... They will find you out after a year or two. See, I, I understand where your concern is with that. And to be honest with you, I don't really know what to make of Lamar Jackson yet. Um, because right now, all I've really seen is his running ability. And as we've seen time and time again, that doesn't always translate later down the line to success. I mean, we've seen a lot of running quarterbacks who were flashy at first. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God, this guy is going to be the next big thing. And they look great for a little bit, and then they just die out because they don't have the the arm to or, – or, well, like, I guess Jackson has the arm strength, but he doesn't have the accuracy yet. And that's a big deal, especially in the NFL. If you don't have that accuracy, like, you're really nothing as a quarterback. Um, so – I think what it really boils down to is what they're able to do with Jackson and, and how they're able to build on his passing. At this point, you're right. It doesn't look like a good move. But I, I trust that we should see some change next year, and then we can make a more a, a better judgment on Lamar Jackson than we could after this year. you got to remember, it's his rookie season, and he was able to come through in a pinch, but – at the same time, it was really reminiscent of Tim Tebow. I know. But are you really willing? Okay, if you were the Ravens, like say you were in the GM office, and this goes for you too, Jay. Say you were the GM. Well, the new GM, because Ozzie Newsom retired this year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you like go Joe Flacco, or do you have him start next year? Like, what do you want to do? Yeah, let go of Flacco. No matter how it turns out, you got to let go of Flacco. Um, at this point, you've already made your decision on your quarterback going forward. You're going to go with the young guy. You drafted him in the first round. You can't turn back now. And unfortunately, that's just how it is. And you got to just let Flacco go um, and, and take the bullet. How funny would it be if they picked up Tyrod Taylor, like, again, and made him the starter over Lamar Jackson so that they would still have the captain check down and run first without throwing combo again? Hey, that could happen. I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, I don't really see them bringing that in anybody to replace him as the starter unless he gets injured. Um, they well, make... they're, they're going to keep our G3. I, I'm sure they're going to re-sign him. Which would be a great move. I feel like you made great, stri- great strides last offseason and uh, through the preseason looked decent for a backup quarterback. Who's the number two pick in the draft? <laughs> By the Redskins, not by the Ravens. Yeah, I, I, I was saying he was the number two pick in the draft like five years ago, and he's fighting just to be a backup quarterback. That is so depressing. You gotta give it to him. The man wants to play ball. Well, I, I give him props for you know he's really doing his best to make a comeback, but yeah. um, like Manziel, he's really kind of like you know going that way. Um, so, why don't we talk about the new high coaching hires? What do you think, Jay? Yeah, sure. Go for it. 
The pat okay, because I have not done okay. We did some sideshows, you know, in the past, you know, because we were testing out other people. Uh, but I never got to hear from Mark and you about what what your thoughts on these hires were. Um, what was your thoughts on the Packers' new head coaching hire? I really didn't think about Lambeau that much, but considering you're from Wisconsin, okay. could be an improvement. I... Either way, Mike Patain is still there. <laughs> yeah, he somehow kept his job. Yeah. But, but you know what, though? Here's the thing. Uh, I saw um, pretty much every Packer game. I watch a lot of football games for this show, even though I would have done it anyways if we didn't do the show. That's true, um, Lambo. Okay, I might have curly Lambo hair, but that does not mean I'm Lambo. Now, here's the thing. Uh, they hired Matt LaFleur, who was the uh, – um, offensive coordinator for the Titans this year that would rank 27th. And you're bringing him to be the head coach this year? You, am I the only who thinks this is a bad hire that just screams disaster written all over it? I felt like a lot of the hires were, were bad hires. Um, like this being one of them, you know, I don't know the thinking behind it, but you know, there's there's been hires in the past that look like bad hires and ended up working out pretty well. There was a lot of people that were down on Doug Peterson. I wasn't. I really wanted to see what he could do. But at the time, a lot of people thought he was a bad hire, including uh, Mike Lombardi, who trashed the guy. And then Peterson went on to win the first Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, but that being said, a lot of these hires are very questionable. This being one of them, you got to think of what they were thinking when they hired this guy. And um, the problem with, with the team last year with Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers um, was a, such a big deal. Why would you go with a guy who I can't see Aaron Rodgers really giving much respect to? Exactly. Um, well, while we discuss a team near and dear to my heart, the Cleveland Browns hire Freddie Kitchens, I really don't get why they got rid of Greg Williams personally. It made a lot of sense, actually. Um Kitchens was their offensive coordinator. They wanted the offense to, to flourish, and they wanted to keep they wanted to keep Man or not Man, so Mayfield in that same system for that comfortable like kind of continuity thing here. Think about it this way: I understand your argument for Greg Williams, but they have a young quarterback that they want to be comfortable in a system that he's already been in instead of having to go through a whole new system. If they kept Greg Williams as the head coach, they would have lost Kitchens, which means they would have had to bring somebody else in. It would have been a brand new system for the quarterback. That's their thinking. How do you how do you know they would have lost Kitchens? Not a lot of people are asking for him to be an offensive coordinator. That was the belief was that he was a hot hire, that other teams did want him, and that they would have lost him. That was the whole belief behind that. It's been discussed. It's been put out there. And it makes a lot of sense. And they couldn't, they wouldn't have been able to keep on Greg Williams as their defensive coordinator. So that's why he's not there anymore. So it's just, it really came down to which did you want more? Do do you want your quarterback in the same offensive system, or do you want the guy who the fans love because he looked like he turned around the team? Look, I get your frustration. 
I get it. But the organization made a good move there. Believe it or not. I mean, Baker team's happy, so if he's happy, I'm happy. So I'll miss Greg Williams, though, because I, that guy was like a, a leader. So, and that's I don't want a players coach. I don't want a freaking Mike Tomlin. That's what I'm worried about. You know, like you know, undisciplined, terrible. You know, oh, oh wait, Mike Patton. Anyways, um. Anyway, so the Bengals got rid of Marv Lewis. Uh, who was their hire? Does anybody know who their hire is? Because clearly I don't remember or care, but let's look up his Supposed their to be head coach. Zach Taylor, right? Who the heck is he? Wasn't he like the QB's coach for the Los Angeles Rams or something? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm getting the fad that they're trying to hire all these young coaches because uh, the Rams has had success with Sean McVay. But this is getting ridiculous. Is it not? Follow the leader. It's, uh, that's that's what the league is. They're a copycat league, and right now that's what looks hot. You know? um, whether it's going to work out for them or not, I mean, it might. But more than likely... We probably won't. Um, but you got to look at some other teams that made even worse calls on that on that same front. Like you look at the Cardinals. I mean, they hired a coach who didn't even have a winning record in the college ranks just because his personality was so much like Sean McVay. So I mean, this hire could have made a little bit more sense, but. Uh, really only time will tell at this point. Oh, you're talking about like Cliff Kingsbury, right? Yeah. No, that was the Arizona Cardinals coach. I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying is the Cardinals. It I could work. Actually, that's the only person I'm not really worried about. At least he has some type of head coaching experience. It wasn't that great of head coaching experience, but he still has it. Yeah, but, like, uh, a QB coach just automatically being promoted to head coach? The guy wasn't even a coordinator. Well, that happened That happened with uh, with Andy Reid. He was the quarterback coach for uh, the Green Bay Packers. I know. Well, wasn't McCarthy the QB coach for the 49ers, and then he was promoted? Or was he offensive corner before he went to Green Bay? I thought he was um, OC. I could have been OC. I, I don't remember. That was during the um, Pat Shermer years. No, not Pat Shermer. Dang it, who was that, like, Pat Nolan? Was that his name? Something Nolan. I don't know. But, um, no, it, it was actually really funny. During the latter, uh, later parts of, like, the sideshow that I was doing, um, I, I remember earlier in the, in our show, we, I literally was making the joke about Josh Johnson to you and Jay. For like a few weeks. And then he just randomly comes back from the dead and is a starter for the Washington Redskins. Well, they need people. How did that happen? No idea. I mean, there were, like, you know, Washington could have gotten like Matt Moore to be quarterback, they could have easily won the playoffs. You know it, and I know it. If they had a confident... Josh Johnson was supposed to be your savior. 
I don't think he was there to be a savior. I think he was there because they realized their season was lost. Anybody that they would have brought in probably would have had to learn the playbook. I'm pretty sure they're thinking on that one was that but he they, But they had Mark Sanchez and they benched him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had a little hope. Really? That was hope to you? Mark Sanchez? No, they benched Mark Sanchez because they thought Johnson was better. So they had a little hope. Very little. Very little. I I don't I don't think it was I don't really think it was hope. I think it was them saying, All right, Sanchez is just terrible. Let's get a guy in here that's at least a little bit better so the fans don't completely hate us. So We're not getting to the playoffs anyway. A guy who's been starting games since like like two thousand eight, that that is like the better option. When you had Matt Moore who started a playoff game. No, let's no, we got we no we, Josh Johnson, that's our guy. What? <laughs> I think that speaks more to Mark Sanchez than anything else. No, Sanchez is, was the only time Mark Sanchez was actually good was um, that one that Jet time seasons. With, no, no, that time with the Eagle and the Chip Kelly system. He actually wasn't that bad. You want to take that one, Mark? I mean, he, he's not completely wrong, but he wasn't that good. He, I mean, he would have drives where you're like, oh, man, he's looking really good, and then he would throw an interception and ruin the whole thing. He was a serviceable fat, uh, backup, though. He, he was he was okay if you wanted him to start the game, but he could not finish a game. Like, honestly, I was never big on Mark Sanchez when he was in Philly. I was upset that season when Nick Foles got injured and then, when they traded Foles, I was really questioning that one. But uh, mm-hmm. in, I will admit, in Chip Kelly's system was probably, I, I can't say the best I've seen Sanchez play because he did play okay for a little bit under Rex Ryan in, in the Jets. Oh, Jets. come on. He had LaDainian Tomlinson, and he had a stacked wide receiver core. Well, well, there's your answer right there. I mean, seriously. I mean, and that was during a time when, um, what, Braylon Edwards actually learned how to play wide receiver for, like, th- this random two years with the Jets. He learned how to not drop balls and, like, ha- br- have brick hands. Hey, man, that's called improvement. Yeah. I know, but then he completely forgot how to play football again for, like, two years, and he was out of the league. I feel like you're a little bitter about that one. Mm. You dang right I, I am. I wonder why. <laughs> oh God, Alan We traded his... him. We traded him. I don't know what we traded him for, but we traded him. Hey, which team was it that traded him, anyway? Anyways, <laughs> let's. Uh, so, anyways, let's talk about the. You want to talk about the uh, AFC and NFC championship games? Yeah, um, see, I didn't get to see all of the NFC games, so can you guys, like, fill me in on exactly what went down and why uh, New Orleans is very salty? Oh, New Orleans got robbed. Completely. Um, But not really, though. They really didn't, because they had a chance to win an OT. But I think after that, like, disastrous, like, non-call, they didn't care anymore. Um, Mark, what do you think? I didn't, unfortunately I was working, I didn't get to see all the games, although I do know what you're talking about with that interference call that really yeah. was pretty obvious. It wasn't just, it wasn't just interference, it was helmet to helmet too. Yeah. 
So did they get chipped on a play? Yeah, but you know what? It takes more than one play to win a game. But you know what? In overtime, they shouldn't have threw that pick. So <laughs> yeah, so they can be salty all they want, but and they are. And sometimes things don't go your way. You remember that time the Eagles were playing the Panthers and all the penalties went against the Eagles and the Eagles still won? Oh, yeah. Well, here's the other problem. Why were they – they were getting too cute. Why are you passing with first um, on first song with a minute left? I don't know. That was pretty stupid. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, well, either way, the Rams are going, so it's just – they're just gonna have to suck it up. I'm I mean, not Drew Brees is coming back. I mean, Brees yeah, is coming I, back for another year, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was not much to say about that. The Patriots game. Um, I wasn't shocked about this game at all. I knew the Chiefs' defense would get exposed. But man, it was excellent. I I will say, I I was at work, but one of my coworkers. Chris had this game off for a little bit. So I got to see a little bit of what was going on towards the end of that game. And I remember thinking to myself, when the Chiefs scored that touchdown, at the end of the fourth quarter, I'm thinking to myself, you left too much time on the clock for Tom Brady. How can you do that? How do you not know to not do that? You run out the clock a little bit. I realize that you know that you need to get that score. But the truth being is you have to to take enough time off the clock to where Tom Brady's not going to be able to march down the field and score that what, what, what was it a, I, can't, I can't even remember if it was a touchdown or a field goal that got them into the overtime but um, yeah I, I actually watched this full game with uh, Brandon the full game and <laughs> like, uh, like it, even his dad said well you know what? You just gave Tom Brady like a minute thirty on the game clock. Well, we know what's going to happen now. Well, like everybody knew, it's like you just have to, you know. That's like giving Aaron Rodgers two minutes to like come back. You know, and he's going to use those two minutes to the fullest. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers is a freaking beast. He's an animal, and so is Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like so, how yeah. it was back and forth there for a minute, but I was like, if they messed this up and put it in the overtime, which they did. Oh, yeah. And I was like, was here to go. With, I have a question. What was up with Tom, um, with Andy Reid not calling timeouts when your defense was clearly gassed in overtime? What the heck was he thinking? I don't the, know. The dude had two timeouts. They're driving down the field with ease. Take a timeout, readjust, and get back on the field. What, like, what the heck was that? Well, that's more of the coordinators kind of thing, right? So, like, that's why he got fired. I don't know. Maybe he thought that it wouldn't have mattered because they would have still been gassed. I don't know. Um, obviously, yeah, in that situation, you want to give them a breather. But... Um, I don't know what it's thinking behind that is. That that whole that whole uh timeline of events right there just it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know you everybody knows the Patriots. Everybody knows what the Patriots are capable of. What did you think was gonna happen when you give them that much time? What did you think was gonna happen in overtime when Tom Brady's wrecking your defense again? Like 
I don't know. I think Andy Reid's done some good coaching over time, but then he's always seemed to have a really hard time with clock management. Like At least Mike when it comes McCarthy, to the final game. What's that, Jay? At least when it comes to the final game. Like, he'll get us yeah. there, but damn, that final game and that last play, and then comes the choke. Yeah. I thought this was going to be his year to win it. I mean, it would be nice, though. I mean, the history, the franchise freshness, you know. But a lot of people are actually thinking of not watching the game because the Patriots are there again. Which, at that point, you realize that these people are about the commercials instead of the games. But the commercials have not been good for years. No, they haven't. And plus, you can watch those, like, right now. You don't have to wait till the game now. That's how crazy the ad space has gotten. But can you imagine that you're going on YouTube to watch commercials, which is the thing that, why we installed Adblock Plus 4. Right. I don't know, that's incredible. I mean, uh, you, you just gotta love people and their stuff, man. It's just like... <laughs> like, I'm gonna watch it anyway, I mean, because for one reason, I like, you know, I love the game of football. And another thing is, why are you gonna go through at least 16 or 17 weeks and then just stop right in and there? Just watch the game. However, I'm gonna say this. I will not watch the halftime show. I am actually going to go watch the uh, WWE announce that they're going to do an NXT match during halftime. Good. It's called the halftime break. So you you go on the WWE network and it's going to be a three on three match with uh, it should. It's actually going to be a really good match. And I'm really excited about it. It's awesome. Um, You saw him at the Royal Rumble on Sunday, Jay. Uh, Johnny Gargano is going to be in that match. Nice. Well, you know, it's about time they did that. I remember back in the day, they used to have shows that came on for, like, you know, the whole halftime. And it was because a lot of people didn't like the halftime show. So it's good to see they're bringing yeah. that back. Yes. It's like, awesome. in Living, and... like in Living Color did that. Um, yeah, wrestling did do that back in the day. And um, quite a lot of shows. Anything is better than hearing Maroon 5. Well... I'm seriously. I'm actually going to turn. I'm. I'm literally turning off my TV of the football during that halftime break until they're done performing. I cannot stand Maroon Five. Nah, you never could. I remember that. God, this sounds like a whiny dying elephant. Well, you see that that band was definitely made for the ladies, Al. Okay, their first song was okay. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to the music. That's for a different show. And yeah. now. But well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, it kind of it kind of makes sense though, because um, has the halftime show ever really been good? Um, yes. I mean, outside of like the the ones in the past, like with Michael, like with um, I thought the Coldplay one was really good. Well, yeah, Bruno Mars did do a decent job. Yeah, Coldplay, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce. That one was actually really good. Oh yeah, did you see the part where Beyonce almost fell? Was that? The, her own solo one? Yep. No, no, no. That no, wasn't I, that. It was it was during the Coldplay one. Oh, well, no, I didn't see that part. But other than that, it was actually a pretty good concert, though. It wasn't bad. Um, Katy Perry uh, was kind of interesting. I did not see the Katy Perry one. I did see... Uh, I mean, what was that one? Lady Gaga one. I didn't understand. Oh, that was ridiculous. Remember she jumped off the stage at the end? Did she live? Apparently, she yeah. she's winning. She's winning uh, Oscars and crap. Oh, well, I she's Oscar she nominated now. I thought she. I thought after that she was at. I thought it was confirmed that she was a ghost. 
I thought Seal did a, You're sick, man. <laughs> I thought Seal did a pretty good job. Wait, Seal did a Super Bowl performance? Yeah, Super Bowl 50. I don't, I don't care for any of the halftime uh, shows, Super Bowl halftime shows. But, so you don't want to kiss from a rose? On the grave? But I'm not even going to be able to see the game. I'm going to be working, so. Ah, I see. Although, I will say, um, wasn't Aerosmith a halftime show once? I hate Aerosmith, so I don't remember. Hey, really? You hate, you know what, that's something for another show. But, um, yeah, Aerosmith did do one. I think that was, like, in the in the 40 set, I think. I want to say yeah, 39. I think, I think that one was pretty good. Yeah. But usually I don't, I don't care much for them. Well, because, I mean, we're all three real fans, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes to watch it, like, it's good to see a show that they put on, you know, in terms of the set design and stuff. But then, of course, you know, if if it's somebody you don't care about, you won't want to invest in it. I'm really sad they didn't ask Green Day to perform yet. I thought they did. Did they? They seem like the kind of band that would play on the halftime show. I, no, I I don't think Randy ever performed at the Super Bowl. Probably not. No, I have to look it up sometime. That, Looking up right now. That halftime show, it's really for all the people who don't watch football so that it can get them involved too. Oh yeah, and don't forget to buy a Pepsi. Yeah. No, Randy has never performed at the Super Bowl. Huh? Um, wait, what? Hmm? Green Day has never performed at the Super Bowl. Well, that's, that's, well, okay. Yep, I looked it up. <laughs> um, you know what? Make Green Day, I would prefer Green Day performing at the Super Bowl than Rune 5. Well, you know what? Next year when the Eagles go back to the Bowl, they're going to have Cardi B do a performance. Oh, <laughs> She started out so good, and then she became crap. Well, that's what happens in your sophomore slump. I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of performance artists are just terrible now. Mm. I just, uh, I, I love music. I still make music. Um, I'm very passionate about it, but I realize that a lot of the artists that are in the mainstream are very fake. Their their music. Is very bland, but it's catchy. It's it doesn't have like true meaning to it. It's just that people can get hyped to it for a bit, and then it dies out because eventually that wears out, and then people are like, "Man, this is a really stupid song. I can't believe I've been blaring this out of my speakers for ten years." Wait, are you trying to tell me that Little Pump was a gimmick? No, I didn't think I'd have to tell you that, dude. I'm blown away about this. The fact that Little Pump still has a following. He, it's still a thing. Yeah. You I know mean, what? And they got Kanye West's attention. What the heck is going on here? Well, that doesn't take long. I'm sure if we made a song about you just saying duh for like about two minutes, that'll get Kanye's attention. Well, it wasn't so much that he was good that caught Kanye's attention. It was the fanfare that caught Kanye's attention. You, you look at it from an artist standpoint and somebody... Uh, like Kanye West, you're looking at it more as, oh, 
here's a here's some money for me. I'm gonna grab that, use it up, and then get the money that I can get from this. That's that's how it is in business. Um, it's not so much that he cares that these hip, you know, these rappers or these other performance artists are even good. It's that they're able to pull in that money for you that you want, you know? That's true. Okay. Well, gentlemen, uh, huh? Okay, so we got to make our picks, Richard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I'll go last. You go on ahead, Al. No, I want you to pick first. Mm. Wait, no, what? you're the host. You're the host, so I have to pick last. I mean, no, you're the host, so you pick okay, last. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and pick. New England Patriots. Okay, Mark. Oh, I, I can see why there was a lot of hesitation there. Because the logical choice is going to be the Patriots. I mean... If you pick the Rams, you could get burned. The Patriots are very safe choice because they usually end up pulling out the game somehow. They almost did it against the Eagles last year. They did it against the Falcons. They're back again. And like I said earlier, the Rams are a really good team. And I so badly want to say the Rams are going to take this. But I just don't see it happening. I don't. I see Tom Brady and Bill Belichick getting another Super Bowl win. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. Dang it. I was really wish Shane did not rush his decision. Uh, that's why I wanted him to pick last. I was like, oh, are you picking first or last? So, dang it. Well, I wanted to build uh, up drama, but, you know. I'm picking the Rams. Okay. Uh, and, and the reason that's why good. I'm picking the Rams is, the reason why I'm picking the Rams is based on this, right? The Chiefs took the Patriots to the limit. Imagine if the Chiefs had the defense that the Rams have with Aaron Donald and that secondary. Patriots would not even be close to that um, to that Super Bowl if the Chiefs had that defense. And they had that defense, and the Rams had that explosive offense. I don't think the Patriots are going to get by. I like A lot of people are overlooking the Rams for some reason. The Rams are winning this game. It's not that I'm overlooking the Rams. I believe that they could win, but I also look at the history of what the Patriots are are able to do, what they've shown that they could do, how they can turn around games, even with the best of teams. I'm not saying that the Rams can't win this. Okay, your Eagles were not the best of teams. Hey, 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 hey. yeah, they were. Them's fighting words, though. Okay, your team was like they they barely got by a third string quarterback. Wait, wait, wait! Are you talking about this year? Last year. You son of a. Wait, say that again. <laughs> yeah, last Super Bowl, he, like the Patriots barely got by a third rate quarterback that happened to be a second stringer. What? Yeah. Are you are you, uh, are you off your rocker? See, see, that's I'm, that. That's that drunk coming out of him. Could be. Sounds like. Uh, I I think you forgot how well Nick Foles played. Yeah, salty. Oh my god, very salty. Oh, okay, yeah, he did play very well. Oh yeah, I forgot. Didn't he throw like for over three hundred yards? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna shut my mouth now and apologize to you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know what else. Uh, 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 you smell. 
was... No, I'm not saying BS. I'm legit serious. I, oh, I completely forgot. Hey, look, and Ian, I just hope for a good game to watch. You know, I, it, honestly, I never liked Super Bowl 50. That was like the most weakest one I've seen. And there's a lot of them. Who played Super Bowl 50 again? That was the Broncos game. Remember, it was oh, Broncos God. and Panthers, and like it wasn't really a game. Oh, the one. Be- oh no, the Broncos and uh, the Broncos and uh, who did they? Who did they? The Seahawks game was pathetic. That was interesting. Man didn't even try. I don't nah, know. What he didn't care happened. at all. But you see, pretty much the defenseman won that game. But at the end of the day, I wanted to. I wanted to see how this goes. I mean, I'm sure the Rams will put up a pretty good fight. I'm hoping they do. But you know, no, I, I, I would like will. to see like. Um, I'd like to see Tom Brady get a sixth ring. At least then he has not no more to prove, and he's done. But guess what, guys? Considering that this is the sixth ring, get ready to see some Thanos memes. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. You know, here's my thing, though, is I would love for the Rams to win this. I would love to see the Rams get their revenge against the New New England Patriots. Uh, That would be great to see. I think it would be a great storyline, because you got the Eagles, they got their revenge. He got the Rams. Then you see yeah. the Panthers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, when the Patriots beat the Rams, that was the start of this. Now the Rams can close that book finally. Yeah, this they is can history. undo the wrongdoing <laughs> in this game, right? Yeah, just like I told my mom last year, you're not getting a second ring from us. Uh, and not only that, remember also, um, okay. Todd Gurley, uh, he should be healthy by Sunday, right? Oh, That's yeah. what, what I was hearing from the NFL ticker. Is everyone forgetting about they had that secondary running back who has been beasting all playoffs? C.J. Anderson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't forgot about any of that. I'm not, I'm not sitting here telling you that I don't think that the Rams can win. I'm telling you that although I, I believe that the Rams have the talent and that the Rams are very much able to beat the Patriots. I've seen the Patriots pull out some games where you're just like, how are they doing this? Like, how are they making this comeback? Like, how is this even possible that this team against almost anybody can just pull out this win? You know what I mean? It's just, I don't like to vote against the Patriots because of what I've seen them do. Not only that, also remember... Brandon Cooks is going to probably tell um, tell them all about like the entire Patriots offense. Yeah, that might be and a Brand- thing. Yeah, they have a bunch of former Patriots on that team, so that's that should be interesting. As I said, I I stand by it. I think the Rams are easily um, not easily going to win this game. It's going to be a close one, but I think it's going to be the Rams. I hope you're right. I hope so too. Then we can like do another cycle and we can celebrate about it. I'm sure there's also a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans that hope that you're right too. We yeah yeah you're right. What? You know why that is? Why? Well, because right now the Steelers have the most Super Bowl wins, but if the Patriots win this game, they will tie them. You didn't know that? He's paused up. I think he's looking it up. No, I know. I I forgot about it. 
So, I mean, I would think you know, that, the, you know the Patriots do have a very good offense on their hands. <laughs> hey, 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 you know better. I hate the Steelers. Stay, stay, stay with your pick. I'm sticking with my pick. Uh, I, I'm starting to hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping you're. I'm hoping, hey, you're, right. hoping you're right. <laughs> it makes it more interesting that way. All right, uh, sounds good. No, no, I I know I'm right, and I'm hoping I'm right. You know what? Well, who uh, are you trying to convince, man? You try to convince yourself because I think <laughs> me and Mark are already settled. You know, I you know what? That does not guarantee the Patriots can't do it next year. You know. Yeah, once again, man, who are you trying to convince? Because he's not. Because Brady made sure he's not retiring. I'm sticking with my football pick. Um, uh, you're looking a little unfamiliar right now, Al. Mark, why didn't you tell me that before we started recording? Uh, well, you didn't really give me the chance. But what I do want to mention is just because Brady's not retiring doesn't mean that Bill Belichick isn't. Which I'm not saying he is, but he is. Are you out to ruin my life? Oh, well, come just, on, Al. You, you, it'll be fine. It'll we've just been be a co-host different for two years. We've been co-host for two years, and this this is what you do? Well, did you hear what you said about my Eagles? <clears throat> Our Eagles, oh. man. Well, that was well-deserved. No, no, that was petty, Al. That was pretty petty. I never said it wasn't. You know, but that that's the funniest thing. I mean, stick with your pig, man. Chances are things are going to probably go your way. Wait, I'm not allowed to be petty. You guys won a Super Bowl last year. Our team didn't win a game last year. Hey, hey, year. hey, you got a better record this year. Be happy. But, wait, no, you, no, we did. you still guys still had a better record than we did. It doesn't no, matter so, at that point. We're saying the Browns had a, be- a better record than they did last year. Exactly. Well, yeah, no kidding. They got something to build on, too. Yeah. You want to know why? They fired Hugh Jackson. Yeah, we can we can go ahead and make more jokes about that. Oh, don't worry. I, I think the entire year of the cyclone might be me taking shots at him. I mean, <laughs> if you if you did want to, you know, kind of shove something in my face, you could rub that in my face that I did believe that Hugh Jackson would do better than he did. Okay, let me type that down. Wow. Yeah, okay. Hugh Jackson made me look like a fool. Well, you I, know, told you, I told you he was a piece of crap head coach and a piece of crap as a man. I saw this idiot coach in freaking Oakland. And he's like, okay, they went A and A. He threw the entire team under the bus and he assumed he was going to keep his job. And he didn't. No, no. Um, Mark Mark Davis, the second in game power, just immediately like, get the hell out of my office. Yeah, but which is really weird because the whole Gruden thing is just strange too. I don't think it is. I, I think you got to give Gruden some time. Oh, you think he has a big plan underneath this? All of this? Well, he's well, he's adapting. He's adapting to the game now. Like, remember, he has not coached in like ten years. Uh, his biggest issue, his biggest issue right now was. <laughs> There were a lot of questionable trades. I hope he knows what he's doing with that, that I do not like that Khalil Mack trade at all. I don't um, think anybody does. Um, I don't know what he's going to do with Derek Carr. I think he's planning on replacing him, but keep this one in mind, too. They just got Mike Mayock 
as what is it their GM mm-hmm. was it? but keep in mind Mike Mayock his whole job before that was scouting and drafting we're not drafting he didn't draft anybody but, you know scouting like draft picks and being able to see what players actually could contribute like he's got a in, more in-depth look at a lot of players than a lot of other GMs out there so I thought that was a really good move. I think that's going to kind of – I think that's part of the process they were going for. I mean, you look at how many picks they have. What do they have? Three first-rounders this this upcoming draft and then two next year. Is that right? Yeah. Um, also, there's something else, too. Remember, they trade for A.J. McCarron, and I know Gruden likes McCarron. And here's the thing. I never understood this. Everyone thinks John Gruden's like a QB whisperer. Has he ever held on to a quarterback longer than two, three years? No, I never really looked nah. at him as a whisperer, though, either. I never really thought of him as that. Not as a QB like, whisperer. Like, remember he had his own QB camp, and he was predicting all these great QBs that were going to happen. Okay, like, let's let's look at the future of his quarterbacks that he had. Let's, let's break it down from the ones at least I know, without from the bat, right? So, with Oakland, he had Rich Gannon. Then yeah. he went to Tampa. And Brad and, Johnson. Wait, was Sean... No, Sean King was Tony Dungy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a Dungy move. Yeah, yeah, Brad Johnson. I mean, Brad Johnson then, was never good. Brad Johnson was a serviceable quarterback. Um, like a Trent Dilfer. He was a game manager. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was the replacement to Brad Johnson? I don't know. I know they had Brian Greasy for a bit. Um, was he Brad Johnson? No, Brian Greasy. I thought he went to Denver, then to Chicago. Brian Greasy played for the uh, Buccaneers. So did Jeff Garcia. Yeah, Garcia was there. And then, oh my God, was Josh Johnson there? No, was he? He was. He was there for a little bit. Chris Sims? We did have Chris Sims, yeah. Uh, I don't remember who the back of Chris Sims was when he broke his spleen. Uh, who... Was it Josh Johnson? I'm, looking, I'm, I'm gonna look this up now. You got <laughs> dude. I, I I'm actually standing by this. I swear to God, dude. I think uh, Brad. Uh, I think Josh Johnson should go in the Hall of Fame. I think he's the greatest backup in history. Josh Johnson. You sound like yes. a right now. What? You think right. Johnson is the greatest backup in NFL history? Josh Johnson. Yes. You're you're blowing smoke. I know, I'm just messing with you, bro. Yep, see, that's classic Allen for you. Don't y'all just miss the Cyclone? A little bit. So, in 2002, they had Brad Johnson, Rob Johnson, and Sean King all start for them. Rob Johnson never played it down there. Rob Johnson used to be the uh, Rob Johnson played two games. What? Buccaneers. Yes, in 2002. Did he start? Yes, two games. Brad Johnson started 13 that year, and Sean King started one. 2003, Brad Johnson started all 16. 2004 is Brad Johnson, Chris Sims, and Brian Greasy. 
2005, Brian Greasy and Chris Sims. 2006, Chris Sims, Bruce Gradkowski, and Tim Rattay. Oh, my God. Bruce Gradkowski. I remember him. He was like the mini Jeff Garcia, but without the talent. What? <laughs> he was shorter than Jeff Garcia, and he played like Jeff Garcia, except he didn't have the talent. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. In 2007, they had Jeff Garcia start 13 games, and Luke McCown start three. Luke and McCown were... was a legend. He was for a little bit, yeah. 2008, Jeff Garcia and Brian Greasy. Uh, and then... Uh, Wait, Greasy was on the Buccaneers for like eight years? Was it eight years? Or like four or five? I think they might have re-signed him at one point. Like he, like was a free agent and then they brought him back no you kept naming year after year and you keep mentioning Brian Greasy and I'm like was he on the Bears at one point in like 2007 or something maybe I know he was on the and, Broncos because I know there was like this big controversy because there was a huge controversy because they wanted to re- um, bench rest Grossman and put in Brian Greasy be starting quarterback let's see you're right. 2006 through 2007, he was on the Bears. Because Grossman was so inconsistent. Yeah, well, I mean, that one year, I felt like Kyle Orton got him to the playoffs. And I felt like he got him to the Super Bowl, and then Rex Grossman came in there and just was terrible. Hmm. But, anyway... Yes. Anyway, I blame we're getting... Bruce Gratikowski for that one. Really? Yes. Hmm, we'll have to look into that some other time. But hey, uh, we're getting closer to the end. That kind of takes care of our Super Bowl special. Uh, so, since uh, it's coming to an end with NFL right now, we're going to go into NBA coverage soon. I hope you all have been keeping an eye on the basketball teams as of late. I'm watching the Sixers right now. Good man. 37, 17. Oh, wait, 38, 17. Hmm. And how about you there, uh, Alan, you closet Chicago Bulls fan? Are the, the Bulls are terrible this year, aren't they? Well, yeah, but aren't you a closet fan of them, just like you're a Diamondbacks fan for baseball? Actually, I'm the Bulls fan. I don't think he well, is. Well, I, I know I, that. I, I, I'm we're we're talking about fan. Alan here. And we, and we won today, good sir. Oh, what's that, Al? Yeah, I'm a Bucks fan, and we won today. I was hoping for the Raptors to lose, but I don't think they played today. So. Well, that's all good, Lambo. I was just trying to t- let the people know what we're all about. I am not a curly-haired guy. Okay, Lambo. Now, that ends our show oh. for tonight. And, Wait, uh, you guys are up 28 points? Yeah, we sure are. No. <laughs> yeah, the six. Well, that ends our show for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I will like to say that it's good to have the Cyclone Show happening again. We'll be back next week with something else new. Uh, Until then, this is the Cyclone Crew signing off. Peace.